Darkness has descended upon the city, and the creatures of the night have begun to stir. This is the time when the veil between the realms of the living and the dead is the thinnest, and all that is is not what it appears to be. Like a lone sentinel, one candle flickers in the night, revealing all that lurks in the darkness. This is Ghost Chronicles, Book of Shadows. Welcome to the Nightmare. darkness falls upon the city you're tuned in to Tojinet and Ghost Chronicles Next Generation I am Ron Kolick, your keeper of the gate to the realm of the dead, to the land of the living, New England zone, Van Helsink with me is the priestess of black magic Karina Love <laughs> oh you're so sweet and, of course, that old stick in the mud. What's his name? Uh, Steve Parsons from the UK. Welcome, Steve. Good morning. How welcome. are you? Welcome. Hey, welcome to Wednesday. And uh, why don't we get a cool intro like that on Ghost Chronicles International? Because this is real radio. It's not like that crap. Oh, you, do you, mean you, can, you mean you can be bothered on this show? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You didn't even screw up the intro that time. You managed to screw it up every time on GCI. Yeah, well, you know, I just... Yeah, I mean, 14 minutes of waffle on Ghost Chronicles International. You still don't get uh, it right. All the where's, Cal, where's Cal Cooper when I need him? Anyway, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> Phone him. Phone him. So, anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's a joke in itself. Anyways, um, a very... Big news, of course, in the U.S. is the uh, shooting of poor Cecil Lyon. I don't know. Is that big news in the, in the U.K. there, Steve? Oh, what? Absolutely. I mean, we're yeah. sick to death. It, I mean, it's a lion. For, if it hadn't been, if it had been like you got Cecil the Lion, or Cecil mm. is the proper name is. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, if it had been Mr. A. Lion, nobody would have cared, would they? It's just, it, he was a famous lion. It was a quiet news week. You know, somebody posted the other day over here about, you know, how many refugees were killed, how many, you know, people starved, how many yeah. disasters. And yet the whole world is in uproar, you know, about some poor Minnesota dentist. Uproar, was that a pun? Yeah, uproar. Yeah, yeah okay. About a Minnesota dentist who went off and shot a lion. Uh-huh. So, I'm going to so, get, get trolled for this, but it's just a big, it's just a big cat. Yeah. Come on, you get run over on the roads everywhere. Well, no, it was much more to the cat. We're going to get into that it's a little a cat. bit. No, we're going to get into a little bit more if you have an open-minded, but just, well, it's okay. again, you're just showing that close mind I of know, yours. I know where this is going. So, <laughs> anyways, Karina, it, what about in, in Texas? Is, is, it, is it a big deal in Texas? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's a very big deal. Um, but, I mean, everybody has guns in Texas and everything. They're used to killing things. This is true, but um, I know back when um, the girl or the cheerleader from Texas Tech, she went over 
um, I guess, and um, she kill- she also killed a lion, of, I guess, a year or so ago. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people here in Texas just really bashed her, which, of course, they shouldn't. You shouldn't be killing lions. They didn't do anything to you. Well, can I just interject here with some... Now, if you were walking... You're going to anyway. So. I know I'm going to anyway. If you're walking through the bush in Africa... <laughs> yeah, but we're not. But why and, would I... <laughs> uh, Well, if you are, do you think the lion is going to have any second thoughts about coming over and eating you, killing you? He might not more? be hungry. I might be fine. Besides, uh, you, you wouldn't eat it, me anyway. It, it, it's, you know, we are, we are the master race on the planet, you know. They actually tell you not to get out of the ve- the vehicle. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, the lions. Why are the lions in the vehicles anyway? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, look, still no hate. Still no hate on the uh, on the. Yeah, chat don't worry about. It. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, there was this this wonderful article, of course, about this animal communicable who was able to connect with poor old Cecil or Cecil or whatever the frigger name is uh, before he died. And we actually have his last words, right, according to this uh, animal communicator. Is this correct, Karina? You have his li- her, you have the last words? Yes. Cecil's last words? Yes, I do we- have the last words. Can I make so, a psychic guess as to what they were? No. So can you, can you, can you read, the, mm. read us what these words were? Yes, I will. Ow! <laughs> Let, are we ready? Yes, we are. Okay. Let not the actions of these few men defeat us or allow darkness to enter our hearts. If we do, then we become one of them. Raise your vibration and allow this energy to move us forward. What happened does not need to be discussed as it is what it is. Take heart, my child. I am finer than ever, grander than before, as no one can take our purity, our truth, or our soul. Ever. I am here. Be strong and speak for all the others who suffer needlessly to satisfy human greed. Bring light and love, and we will rise above this. There you go. So it's clearly evident that Cecil was not just a lion. He was actually a reincarnated yogi or some other great philosopher. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's the tragedy of it. It really is. is it? it really is. That's it. I think, you know, what a clever lion. What a loss to, the, to mankind. What a loss to civilization. I think. I know you'd come around planet. once you understood him a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. I didn't know he was related to Yogi Bear, though. That's a, that's a new one. Yeah, yeah. Yogi Bear. Oh, yeah. You said he was a yogi, so, yeah, you know, going you got to remember, yeah, so, it's, so, it's, it's so midnight lion, in the no, UK. So. So, the lion, so the lion apparently... These were the last. Philosophy. These were the, the yeah. These were the philo- philosophical ramblings of a dead lion. Yes, I thought I it mean, would have been more thing. like, oh God, I wish it had that last antelope. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I'm sure if we had David Wells on the show, he would he would agree with us and and understand how about reincarnation works. That you know, we we don't all come back as humans again. We come back as uh, creatures of the night as well. And this this great philosopher was a lion, and we have been his loss to the human race, and the and not only the human race but the liondom as well. It's really sad. Really sad. So we should have a moment of silence for poor Cecil. Yes. No, I'm going to talk right the way through it. Uh, uh, we should. Uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> There was there was an interesting post somebody put up about sending um, all of the hunters over to Syria. 
to deal with the problem over there. That would work. Oh, typical, typical. Well, well, you've got this terrible knee-jerk reaction. You've got Delta Airlines saying that they're not flying any of these animal carcasses back as trophies to the U.S. And yet, you know, half of the Carolinas, uh, Virginia, they're all out every weekend with bows and arrows and guns blowing, blowing half the wildlife of North America to smithereens and sticking them on the walls. Yeah, but they're not endangered. Oh, well, you tell that to a deer <laughs> that's, that's you know, quietly walking through the, you know, through the woods in... South Carolina, and somebody comes out it wearing dayglow orange and pops it. I don't think it's deer into season. The, is it? You know, let's no, get the no. let's get the last <laughs> words is. of one of these deer, or a gator, or I, some other animal that's been blown to smithereens. It was probably thank you for putting me out of my misery. I've been suffering for so long. I'm glad that I can provide yes. food for you and your family. I've got a new event for Spirit Quest this year. You no. know, on the Friday night we've got dining no. with the dead. Let's fight. Let's get the last word of the chicken in the chicken pot pie. No. <laughs> Why not? There's plenty no. of psychics go to Spirit Quest. We can get one of them to do it. Mm-hmm. We need an animal communicator. Ah, uh, all right. So we've beaten that topic to death, evidently. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm we still... actually have a we have a comment in the, in I, the chat room. No, I'm still not getting threatened in the chat room. Am I? No, that's all right. We have a comment uh, from Nathan. It says, "If you are not killing an animal for a game, offer food, or another type of survival, what is the point? If it's a sport, I would like to use you for a sport. I agree <laughs> with you. I agree with you." Yeah. Yeah, Nate. Only that cold-hearted Englishman sees it differently. <laughs> uh, and half a million Americans who go out every weekend blowing the wildlife of North America. Oh, no. It's not no. every weekend. There are seasons. And it's- oh, there are seasons. <laughs> oh, so it's every weekend, but they're called seasons. I've watched, I've watched Lizard Lick telling. I know what the Americans are like. And it's a population control. Yes. However, I think. um, Well, that's it. There's now one less lion in the world, so it's population control. I think killing hogs, like, that's like open season because there's too many of them here in Texas. So they have to kill them. They're cute. They're little spiky things. No, they're not. No, they're not. They will rip rip your your arm out. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I've seen Babe. You can't fool me. (laughs) That's a. That's a pig. I, I, never, realized a that, I re- never realized thing, that, that uh, Steve was so naive. I guess <laughs> they live in a, a sheltered world there in the UK. Good no, we, we got rid of all, we, we called the, what you're calling hog, we called boar, but we got rid of all oh, ours. We, that too. We, we, we massacred them. Yeah. Them massacred well. them. Um, what else of course, we you gave all your cows. Bad, bad cow disease was invented. Yeah, wolves in got rid of wolves. They didn't like them. They, they all went. The Irish got rid of all the snakes, which is pretty cool. Um, well, they're but, here if you like any. Yeah, they're, they're reintroducing uh, the wolf into Great Britain um, oh, and the otter and the beaver. I, you know, every every uh, British man welcomes the return of the beaver. Um, mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to having more more beavers in our countryside. I wonder if Eddie Haskell will be along with him. Who? Eddie Haskell. No idea. But I tell you who we should hunt down. Oh, Bear the beaver and Eddie oh, Haskell and Bear Wally. Do you have Bear Grylls? What? Does he feature on American? I television? think so. It's calling you. <laughs> Not mine. Oh, anyway. All right. So uh, 
that's that's pretty good. We, we've we've said our last. Uh, anything you want to add about poor Cecil? Good riddance. Oh. <laughs> and of course, this, this dentist is being absolutely uh, persecuted. That, they, so that's the, that's the worst part of it. They, they've, they've, they've uh, you know, they pretty much vandalize his house in Florida, and of course his office is closed, and yep. he's in hiding. Yep. He is. Yeah, so being like serious for a minute, like in you, danger. You know, being right. serious for a minute, nobody would condone the hunting of wild animals uh, for, for sport and pleasure like they are doing in Africa. But yeah, at the no. same time, this this knee jerk reaction that you, you've seen on social media and in the national media is it, it really. It doesn't sit well because people put animals before people. We live in a world where there is rank, you know, outright poverty. Where there are, you know, there are. We, Britain and America are both first world nations, and yet we have raging poverty in our own countries that we don't deal with. And you don't see people raging and rampaging about that. Yet somebody drops, uh, as happened here last year. Of course you drops, do. You always drops, complain about drops, all the immigrants in the UK. Drops, uh, They're always bitching about the people that you brought over to save them from poverty, and then they, you complain about them. So what's the use? I mean, yeah, but look, at the, look at the difference between, you know, somebody dropped a kitty in a, in a waste bin a couple of years ago, and there was outrage, and the person was, you know, lynched. As, well, now should saying, oh as now we've got the same thing over a lion. If it had been just a lion, how many lions have been shot by hunters and nobody said anything until, until somebody, until the dentist shot Cecil? But it's, wasn't this lion like a really old, old lion? And he was on a preserve, but yeah. he was enticed off. Yeah, he. Hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure that this lion was a super old lion. That... Well, there you go. He's had his <laughs> time. God, it was a lion. 5,000 people, 5, people, 5, people died last week. 5,000 people died last week. Won't bring the lion back, will it? <laughs> no, Won't but bring you don't hear them. Cecil, the philosopher back. No. Somebody should have asked him what happened to MH370, though. That would have been interesting, because that's been in the news a lot. I already here, know what happened to that, and I, and I have written that down on my predictions uh, for the, uh, for the uh, new uh, year. Okay. So, um, so right. that's that's absolutely. I mean, did it did it did it encompass the discovery today that the the um, French authorities have revealed uh, only a few hours ago, in fact, that that the compo- the wing part found on the French uh, island of Reunion was in fact from MH370. I w- will not say much because we will reveal it at the next year, and as as usual, my predictions almost right on. But anyways, so uh, the other part of this, of course, is this woman who was able to communicate with Cecil. What are your thoughts on that, uh, uh, Karina? Is it possible to communicate with animals? Um, I would, well, I'm not too sure, but if, but who am I to say that there's, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Even though if I can't if I can't communicate with animals, it doesn't mean that the next person can't. So, okay. Uh, what about you, Mister Mrs. Delphile? <laughs> I assume we're talking psychically because if we're not, then yes, it is very easy to, to communicate with animals. You know, we used to have a pet dog, and if I shouted at it, it ran away. Um, <laughs> so obviously, there was communication at some <laughs> level there. <laughs> but it, I, there are people that you know that there have been studies. Uh, um, Richard Dawson um, has has off has championed this idea of animals being psychic and has done you know quite a deal of research and has come out very strongly in favour. Richard Dawkins 
Dawkins, not Dawson. Um, and there are, you know, there are mediums who, who have um, claimed that they are animal healers, or spirit communicators, or animal communicators, mm-hmm. animal spirit communicators, and a whole raft of others in between. Right. And do littles. As I like to call it, it, is it really any different than than the claims that they can speak to dead people? Because it's not as outrageous, or it's equally outrageous, whichever way around you want to couch the argument. If if one is possible, then the other has to be equally possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible says that animals uh, inform us that animals don't have souls. Right. That's, that's biblical teaching. But is that? So, is that, but, are we equating soul with intelligence? No, no. But what we do equate, what, what psychical research is, or ghost investigators tend to equate, and, and erroneously, is a link between survival and ghosts. So, if we assume that, that they're talking with a spirit, then clearly this animal spirit has gone somewhere. Um, it can't go to the conventional heaven, hell, and purgatory. So, where are they going if? as the Bible teaches us, the word of God, that the animals don't have souls in the conventional sense that humans do. Uh, so there's an interesting concept there that often isn't addressed by the communicators. Of course, you know that uh, uh, McDougall, a famous Haverhill uh, mm-hmm. physician back uh, about 100 years ago, did a, an extensive uh, Research on the human soul, where he uh, took some people who were dying and had these special beds erected for them, and he found out and monitored them. And when they died, uh, taking account for uh, you know uh, loss of uh, so forth, and that the human soul weighed 23 grams or 21 grams, excuse me. And then um, he did the same thing for dogs. He euthanized the ten dogs, I believe, and they lost no weight at all. Uh, so uh, their equation was that dogs didn't have soul. Of course, it's highly debated by anyone who has a pet who will tell you that a pet does have a soul. So I think it comes back like we can't define what a ghost is, is we can't define what a soul is. Well, that's... that's... <laughs> it's a... The interesting question is: Is who are these? Who are these mediums? These animal uh, spirit communicators actually communicating with? Because if if you um, and many people are very religious and subscribe to the words of the Bible as uh, you know as uh, a means to live by, um, and accept the words that are written in the Bible, which says that animals don't have souls. And maybe we could get, ask one of these animal communicators at some point to try and uh, help us with that conundrum. And the other thing is, is an animal. Well, we could ask commu- Cecil. Yeah, uh, an animal community people, community, uh Why do they? Can they talk to humans as well? Uh, or is it that same thing that you hear so often when, about mediums and communication and psychical? Uh, connection, and that is frequency. Whereas a, a, a doolittle, as I like to call them, um, is more attuned or on that same frequency as animals versus a medium who is more attuned uh, to uh, humans. Uh, is, is that at all possible? I mean, what's your thoughts, Karina? You're you're kind of like the uh, you know the reason here on the show. Oh wow! <laughs> just put me on the spot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I do. 
You know, my thoughts, I think that animals would have souls because why or how would how would the communicator even be able to talk to them? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Kind of like because right. like we we're we're all like energy basically and so I mean, we all have souls, so and I animals a- animal, and animals can and animals can like put off positive vibes and um, negative vibes because you know that's when we know like oh I need to stay away from that animal or, shoot oh, it shoot this, it oh this baby oh it's 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 coming to me I can pet it you know so I think I think animals do have not if it's a lion or a hog you know there's <laughs> there are some trained lions that are actually really big cats. Right, <laughs> huge. All lions, all lions are just big cats. Oh well, yeah, uh, but I mean, just biological like, thing. Just like <laughs> yes, but like just big. Well, nice Karina, kitties. can I ask you? I mean, because Britain is is become largely a secular society. We don't mm-hmm. all trips off to church, but America um, is very much still, uh, re- you know, uh, focused on religion. Mm-hmm. A lot more church going in America. Um, I, you know, it, it's a per- kind of personal question, but relevant to what you just said. Uh-huh. Um, because you said then that you believe animals have souls, and mm-hmm. but I'm assuming, uh, and I am making an assumption. You can correct me that you, that you're a Christian and you go to church, and that you follow the Bible, which says that they don't. <laughs> so how do you square that particular? Well, how do you say that? Which Bible edition are you talking about? Exactly, because I mean, there um, are there, there's like there are, there there's are, like the, there's thirty two or thirty three books that are missing from the Bible. By the way, there you go. <laughs> there are some good books that are missing from the Bible as well. Yeah. There's, the 50, there's the Fifty Shades of No. Oh no, my! A... <laughs> Horrible. But um, Fifty well, Shades of Art Building wasn't it? I will tell you that I haven't been to church in about two years, <laughs> um, but I do consider myself a Christian. a Christian, but like more of just a a, a Jesus follower because he didn't. Uh, non-denominational. Me. Yeah, non-denominational, basically. Yeah. And um. Yeah, that so, guy was cool though. He could walk on water. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I'm I'm not that religious, but I but I do believe in like higher powers in god but i but i just yeah i just i think that there's other i don't know i guess i just think differently from other christians so mm-hmm. some people oh. probably do probably think some of the things that i do believe are just crazy ideas or whatever and um, they probably oh, think yeah. that i'm not a christian or whatever but really who are they to say that Exactly. I mean, it's, exactly. it's the same thing. Exactly. You know, it's the same thing uh, for for many different religions. The other religions yeah. don't say, well, that's whatever. But the interesting thing is, and, and I, I want to get away from religion because yeah. religion is really a personal thing. Yeah, before we get uh, protested by the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, well, <laughs> they will anyways. Yeah, they'll but, be outside the studio. <laughs> so, I mean, so let's go back to, to the Cecil and the animal communicator. It, it's not far-fetched that that people can connect with animals. I mean, we have people like horse whisperers who actually have some type of rapport with with uh, horses and able to um, deal with them. Uh, do they? They have those in Texas, right? I'm sure they do, right? Do they have horse whisperers in Texas? Um, I think so. 
Okay. And and there are others that, well, there are other people who can, uh, you know, I hate the word train, but train dogs because they can communicate with them. And they, yeah, they... That's not dealing with a soul, is it? I mean, you can have empathy with, with an animal and you can, I mean, there are lots of uh, Yeah, but it's got to be a two-way street. I mean, how can they, yeah, if, they don't, I mean, if they don't have intelligence, then how could they uh, and understand? About, yeah, but you've, you've changed the topic of the conversation from <laughs> intelligence to soul. Of course animals can be intelligent. You know, dogs are incredibly intelligent. Cats are even more intelligent mm-hmm. than dogs. Um, well, I mean, who runs a house? The cat or the owner? Yeah. Um, you know, it's... Intelligence is something that's, that's um, I think, inherent within a living organism. But soul is something that, that goes into the, uh, a question of theology and religion and lots of other concepts that, that really... I, I, they should... We don't have the answers for, do we? Uh, these are these are the, the supernatural questions that people have been discussing for for millennia. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, but what, we have that what, connection what, with animals. I mean, there's a, there's a gentleman. Connection there's a gentleman animals. in England who talks. Who's written several books, and he's, he's, I try to get him on the show, but he doesn't understand why it was paranormal. But that's besides the point. But I mean, he talks about dogs who, although their owners have been away for months will go to the door knowing they're coming home, even yeah, though... Richard Dawkins. Thank you very much. That's exactly who it is. Yeah, uh, I mentioned him earlier. Yeah. So uh, uh, it, there is some type of connection, and, and it must be on a higher level than... Well, well Richard actually refers to it as, as, a, as a sort of bio-field, uh, an auric sort of bio-field that surrounds uh, all living organisms and allows those fields to interact. And he's done a number of experiments that are strongly suggestive of... Uh, they're certainly interesting. Um, really? But they were a bit close to the ad break. Um, but intelligence and, and, and interactivity you, you find it with twins as well you find it with married couples you find it with friends you find it between animals right um, so what is that isn't isn't that well that isn't that just well of course it's a connection but isn't that just part of being um, an animal part of intelligence no. part of interacting no, with I with, disagree it, isn't it no, I disagree. Anyways, there's the tune, so we have to take a break. So you're listening to uh, Ghost Chronicles right here on Tojinet Pararex Planet Paranormal, and it's Ghost Chronicles Next Generation Book of Shadows with uh, Steve Parsons from the UK, Karina Love from Texas, and, of course, New England's own Van Helsink from New England. And we'll be right back after the following messages. Can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I am required elsewhere on something called a K2, 
But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Now welcome back to part two of Ghost Chronicles, The Book of Shadows, with me, the Blonde Bombshell. <laughs> I'm going to start actually this session with an apology, because... Twice in the last last 30 minutes, I said Richard Dawkins, when both times I actually meant Rupert Sheldrake, um, who is an English (laughs) parapsychologist, and he was a... But, but, but... He just had something in his throat. Yeah, Well, the fact I haven't mentioned you yet. Whatever. But anyway, I'm going to do the apology first. And anyway, after the apology has now been done and we've rectified the error between Richard Dawkins and Rupert Sheldrake. Yeah, I shall introduce yeah. my, co- my co-host, Karina Love. Good evening, Karina. Good evening. <laughs> Should we let Ron back in there? Because it's his show, really. Of course, Ron. <laughs> Come back. No, I'm not speaking. Anyways. Talk, talk about, in talking to... Um, what? People talk to animals. Yes, they do. I mean, it's... it's, it's a... and, and that's a sign of intelligence. Yet, yet, there are lots of people talking to their smartphones, to weird creatures in, a, in cyberspace called Siri. A race of strange beings that answer your questions. I what? don't talk to Siri. Me neither. Oh, <laughs> oh you could... Really, you should, you should try some of the questions. And then an what? iPhone user. Go... Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. You, you can't bring this up without explaining it because Siri, uh, if, for those users that have Apple devices, um, Siri is the voice communicating uh, smart assistant that you have available. Oh, moment. okay. And you have to address Siri by name. You can ask all sorts of. Uh, you can ask Siri to do anything. You can ask all sorts of questions of Siri. But there are lots of people who have discovered that Apple have created a quasi intelligence for Siri. And that Siri has a sense of humour, and uh, you can ask Siri questions like, "Where do I bury the body?" Um, you can insult Siri. You'll give it a GPS signal, and Siri will insult you back, and uh, lots of other interesting and amusing things that you can do. Uh, so That's be, very can, nice. But you see, what the point I'm getting so- at is rather like Hal in 2001: A Space Odyssey and the Turing test. We are reaching a point where um, the ability to have a conversation and to interact with something is not necessarily a sign of intelligence any longer. Mm-hmm. It may be that the animal, um, in fact, it may be that the other person that you're speaking to um, is simply responding in an, auto, in an automaton-like fashion. 
all. Mm -hmm. So that brings us to the next topic. Of course, and it goes once again hand in hand with death. And that, of course, is the death of the hitchhiking robot, who, after traveling through uh, Canada and Europe, uh, decided to make his way across the USA and only got as far as Philadelphia, (laughs) where he was beat upon and totally destroyed. So let's have a minute, moment of silence for the robot. Now, if any well, robot... Yeah, we, yeah, have we got any famous last words from the robot? <laughs> That's what I would like to know. Now, have you heard about this at all, uh, Steve? I'm sorry, I, I forget you're in the... Uh, no, no, I thought you were describing a Disney movie there where they... Oh, no, this have... is a true story. Karina, uh, do you know about this as well? Um, actually, I don't. <laughs> really? Okay, so <laughs> I, who, have you access to a computer? Yes, I do. Uh, so you pop a little in the uh, the hitchhiking robot in Philadelphia, and that'll tell the sad tale of the poor hitchhiking robot. Now this oh, it robot- even made the Washington Post. <laughs> exactly. Oh my- Oh my God! Have oh you seen my. the picture of it? Yes. Hitchbot. This is Hitchbot. That's the name of him. You know, yeah, I'm bad with names. It, it's really a sad tale because it he is put sad, his but he look put at his it. hands <laughs> he put his hands in our, like our human lives, and and we that's what we get, did to him. You know, he put his whole life in our hands, and that's the thanks we give. So, like poor Cecil, Hitchbot was also met his demise and the cruelty of humans. Maybe it was because of the rain boots they put on him. No, he was cool. He was cool. He made his way all the way through Canada, crossed Canada, went through Europe, did a good job, too. Everybody loved him. Until he got to Philadelphia, which oh, it's oddly... Not, it's it's which, even which, more horrific. If you go to CNN, they've got graphic pictures. Apparently, he was beheaded. Yeah, it's absolutely true. But that's just... that. I mean, that's outrageous. They couldn't even get the GPS. It was... Oh, and then they, po- they posted... Sorry, that was CNN. What was that? Was that... It's was like that's like that annoying... Last words? No, it's like that annoying Ghost Chronicles page that you type up now and you get this automatic trailer running that you can't turn the sound off it. CNN are now copying you. Good. You can't find the shut it down button fast Once enough. again, we, we talk about human soul. Is, is cruelty part of our human soul? I think, yeah, so I think, I think it's, it's interesting because some people have actually, some um, uh, scientists... Uh, have actually said that it is what is intrinsic to making us human and to develop us as a race. This ability that we have to be cruel and to wage war on each other and to develop weapons to to kill each other and to to eradicate other species like lions That's and robots. That's scary. Yeah, it's well, Korean. I'm with you. It, we, we, as, 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 as animals, we're actually pretty rubbish. We can't run very fast. We can't fly. We're rubbish if you take our clothes off because we freeze to death or get sunburnt and die. Uh, we I'm have no. Now. We have. We 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 actually have fairly rubbish survival mechanisms, except we have our ability to, to kill. Effectively, yes, that's what the research said, um, that we have the ability to dominate, to hunt, to develop, uh, and we need something to drive that force forward. 
and they, it's been suggested by some um, that war is actually an essential part of the mechanism of human development. It's a very distasteful concept in the 21st century, but we've we've taken to judging society um, and you know previous societies in terms of our modern different way of, of thinking about things. We think of things as, uh, such as beheadings as, as horrific, and they are horrific to our 21st century eyes. But if we wind the clock back three or four hundred years, these things were, they were considered the normal. And you know, executions were public, and, you know, life Kids was... Kids went? A, yes. That's the Kids point went? The whole we're, family went? You know, probably saw went, the whole family... They did. They did. They organised trips to to public ex- executions. Mm. But before that, I mean, at the Battle of Gettysburg, a lot of people from the from the local town went out in their carriages to watch the to watch the the battle. Oh, the first Battle of Bull Run. That was you know yeah. because they thought the war was going to be over right then. There was there was tons of by uh, by uh, we call no, bystanders. We, and we have this sort of dark side to our nature. And a lot of people um, try to rise above it, shall we say, and, and they're enlightened, they call themselves spiritual, and they, they, they completely dismiss this dark side to the human nature. But it is intrinsically part of what makes us human. And is it necessary that we should um, bury it quite so deeply? Because so, or maybe it's, like it's, throwing it's got to away do with the demonic possession. Of, you know, we, we are... We are we are possessed by something greater that makes us do things that we know we shouldn't be doing. Or maybe it's just the yin yang balance that, that other people. Exactly, that's what good and evil is. Yeah. Good and evil yeah. is. The in order for hey, we look at these people who are incredibly good, uh, the saints, um, these mm-hmm. people who work for the church or work for charity. Um, who do incredible acts of generosity and incredible acts of kindness, if they are truly balanced, then they must also be incredibly evil and incredibly dark people as well. Uh, by the, you know, if, we, if we're to... I've heard mediums who are um, and, and New Age uh, fundamentalists explaining about this balance between good and evil and explaining about how they are only good. Mm-hmm. So they're immediately contradicting themselves we talk about you know uh, white witchcraft and white magic uh, but white witchcraft and white magic it's no both, such thing really well, witchcraft that, is witchcraft well exactly but there are people who will there are witches who claim that they are white witches and that they only do white magic but, right they have ruby slippers too if you look at <laughs> if you look at some of the definitions of what constitutes black magic where magic is used to influence people or to uh, get people to do things that they wouldn't ordinarily do. You see a great deal of that in white magic as well. So, uh, you know, the question to these really ultra-good people is, are you really secretly ultra-bad? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think we pretty much killed the poor old subject of uh, soul, God, and all of that. Well, we didn't even get that far, thank goodness. But I, I have something that's that's been... I'm really interested in, and I figure since we have Karina on the on the line, Hello. and this this is this is her neck of the woods, of course. What yeah, about trip to the Alamo? What about the Chipacawaba, whatever the hell he is? 
The thing that, that looks like a huge rat. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever seen one? No, I've never seen one. But apparently, no, that's from Texas, right? <laughs> yes, but apparently it's close to the um, Mexico border line. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. So, so do, do you know anything about it at all? I mean, it seems so close that you could almost touch it. Um. Well, so uh, so often, like. Um, the news stations will report on a sighting or, you know, somebody caught one or whatever. <laughs> or, um, and then it disappeared, apparently, or whatnot. But, really? Um, but yeah, but really, I don't know about that. I think it's just a huge rat. Huge <laughs> rat. That looks what like. What about all the blood sucking chicken thingies? <laughs> They're um, all in that pot pie for spirit blood. Mmm, pot pie. Those are the vampires. I wanted oh. Chinese this year. I so wanted China. <laughs> so, what's but, he talking? I I'm not too sure, but um, but I don't know. But there really hasn't been any sightings in a while, so right. So they they tend to be more. I mean, I, I mean, and you, have you ever have? Do you have any strange cryptos down there in in the, your neck of the woods of Tyler? I mean, do you have like Thunderbirds or Mothmen or uh, Mothmen Bigfooters? Or, <laughs> Men the size of moths, or is it moths the size of men? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> but um, why are you fluttering around that lampshade? But I mean, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of places here in Tyler and surrounding areas that's um, very haunted. And so um, your your ghost ghosts are what you have down there. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of ghosts, a lot of witchcraft, and um, oh, witchcraft in Texas? Oh yes. We're really? right there by Louisiana, Shreveport. <laughs> a long way. <laughs> no, it's actually, well, Lindell is um, an hour to Dallas, an hour to Shreveport, or mm-hmm. an hour and so many minutes each way. We're like right there in the middle. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different things that come into Texas. <laughs> so you talk about ghosts. Do you know any particular places that, that are haunted? And have you ever been them? Yes, actually, this building that I'm in, it's haunted. What? Where yes. The, where, where we're broadcasting from? Yes. <laughs> Steve, um, you hear that? I did. I'm, I, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> maybe that explains the noises before. Maybe we could, maybe we could get... I'm going to demonstrate my psychic ability. I was look at just, you know, just, I'm just sensing names here. You know, just sort of names that pop into my head. Town Mayor, Martin Hines. What? Right. Tamba. It's a bit drinking again. City Council. Oh, are oh my goodness. Are you looking are you are you Google, I am. Did I you am. just Google Tyler? Because <laughs> I was about yeah. to say, you know what, he owns this building yeah. too. <laughs> oh my god. It's, it's so it's like because I always thought like when you said isn't it, it's uh, near Louisiana, I thought you were like right down on the coast, but you know no. you're like a thousand miles inland. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like you know, you're up in the, yeah, know, like the, um, New Orleans or NOLA, whatever they want to call it. <laughs> that's, YOLO. That's about maybe seven or eight, nine hours away, I do believe. Eek. Yeah. In fact, it's probably about seven or eight hours from here, actually, New Orleans, by British Airways. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> no. well, 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 no longer flying trophies. Well, here's, a, here's an amazing coincidence. 1846... Tyler was founded, which is exactly the same year as the church over the road from where I live was built. 
Oh, wow. What a coinkydink. There you go. <laughs> Although I, I think, you know, it, I think at 54,000 square miles, I think Tyler's probably, 54 square miles, Tyler's probably a bit bigger than the chapel. There's actually the guy that um, that did a that did a little um, investigation here. He's actually here, so he could probably yes. tell you. Mm-hmm. Really, he works for the station? No, um, he's just in to record um, for his show that he's doing. Yeah, go get him. Go get him. He has a show. Um, yeah, the um, Paranoia. It's George. Paranoia. Yeah. Well, okay. we we need to have him on our show. I don't know what the holdup is. So uh, yes. yes. Because <laughs> he could tell us all about our haunted studio. Yes, he can tell you all about it. Him and his yeah. um, his team are. Yeah, but George doesn't like us, so we're kind of skip. He does love you. Whatever. Moving along. <laughs> so uh, you talked about ghosts in Thailand. You talked about witchcraft. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you say, okay, there's witchcraft in, in Tyler. How do you know there's witchcraft in Tyler? Well, I was thinking more of like the East Texas area. <laughs> all right, so so the Texas area. Mm-hmm. How do you know this witchcraft? Um, well, we have quite a few people. I mean, it's not like bad witchcraft or anything, but I mean, no, I'm not saying that. I'm yeah, not, I, I, yeah. I, I well, um, well, there's a lot of people that practice um, Wiccan here or Wicca, Wiccan. Well, they make baskets. Or, or I don't know yeah. what it's called. <laughs> Wiccan. <laughs> Wiccan, there we go. <laughs> Let's make some Wiccan baskets. <laughs> but um, um, there's hey, a large... Hey, hey, oh. East Texas pagan Wiccan have got their own Facebook page. Oh. That's so cool. <laughs> How, uh, I, carry on, Karina. Yes. <laughs> he interrupts so often. <laughs> um, but... And they're actually really, they're really awesome people. I've, I actually know them, so. Oh, you do? Uh, yes, I like to just okay. um, network for a lot of people and oh, research right. and learn other people's backgrounds and cultures and stuff. Right. But so there you, are a lot of um, different things that go on. Right. So you run around naked in the woods with them? No. <laughs> However, um, there was a drum. I, I think they were drumming um, for the full moon. Last, yes, a couple blue of moon, days ago. Blue moon, yes. Yeah, um, but I didn't get to make that, so. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's interesting because part of Spirit Quest, which we'll be doing on September 18th through the 20th up here in uh, Groveland, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. Steve will be there, of course, and Kelly Spangler, the witch from uh, uh, Salem, will be there. And, and we will be doing a witch's bonfire, and we will have drumming as well. Yay, I love witches. Oh, yeah. My favorite. Yeah, I do, too. They taste delicious. Yes. Well, I know if you go across the um, Texas border into Shreveport, there's a lot of voodoo. So we try to stay away from that. (laughs) So why are we we afraid of of voodoo but not uh, witchcraft? (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm just messing with you. Oh, okay. (laughs) Steven, you still with us? I am. Steve. Yes. I am. I am. I was just fascinated. I got distracted by the uh, East Texas witchcraft t- and Wiccan page. All right, so you did your <laughs> research. Rosie, so t- and Rosie's stray kitty rescue. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. That's adorable. I thought so. I was looking yeah. to see if she, you know, she rescued any lions, but apparently not. No. I'm pretty sure that um, if you Google um, East Texas haunted areas, a lot of things will pop up. I'm. I, I think that's. I think that's what I googled once. 
And there's right. just, yeah, there's Actually, different what buildings. I've been struggling with was trying to, when you were talking about voodoo, I know there's a book about the voodoo gods on this book, goddamn bookshelf somewhere. I can't find it. Ooh. But I think, well, I mean, voodoo is a very interesting religion. Um, because yeah, it's it is actually very com- it, It's a combined religion, isn't it? Because it takes the... Um, it takes the, the the religion of uh, French Catholicism uh, yep. and mixes it with the um, sort of African. Uh, they're, they're not they're not pagan uh, beliefs, but the the, the multiple god belief. Um, That's the, common in religion, though. Most religions do do that. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is only the four key religions that are monotheistic. Um, you know, if you go back to the Romans, the Greeks, they were all um, polythe- poly. This, they had multiple gods. I can't say right. the word at this time of the day. Um, but what I dis- what was interesting, I discovered, is that the uh, the uh, French settlers who settled in Louisiana, the, uh, mm-hmm. the Cajuns, are actually Canadians. Cajuns uh, from Arcadia, which was uh, Nova Scotia. Right. Until the British threw them out <laughs> in the 1770s. Well, go figure. They always throw people out. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to thank them, because could you imagine this whole radio show? You'd all be talking in French. Oh, wow. I would love that. It, we, right. it, sound, it sounds sexy until you actually... <laughs> you know, the, the problem with the French is they speak backwards. Le ballon rouge. The, the balloon red. What? It's a red... Balloon. Not <laughs> oh, really? This is from a race that doesn't use the word the anywhere in its language. The? Yeah, we've got to go to hospital. Not the hospital. It's hospital. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and this is, this is talking to a country who yeah, yeah, off, carry on. Off the letters of the alphabet. Whatever. <laughs> Only because we cleaned it up and finally made it proper. <laughs> Autumn was too long a word, so they had to change it to fall. Oh, well, it's okay because we don't put you in color. Guys, <laughs> I know it's, it's crazy. Friends. The English do. Like throw, it's they throw As crap and they wrong, stuff out. We don't know what the hell we're talking English about for, for a reason, guys. And you call a biscuit? It's it's a cookie, yeah. but it's a biscuit. Oh, ask about chips. Go to chips. No, no. I mean, What's there are some, chips? There are, no, seriously, there are some... Because Flakes? We, well, or even better, ask them about the fanny pack. Yeah. What's the English the have, the Brits have uh, a distinct advantage over Americans when it comes to this common language problem. Because we, we have, for the last 25, 30 years, grown up on the diet of American television shows, cop shows like Kojak and... Cagney and Lacey, and a whole raft of American TV shows. That's all uh, before my time. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but <laughs> we we understand the American version of English very well. But it's only been recently that America has been buying with you know in any great quantity British television shows, and so and. The other interesting thing is a lot of American words that, that you consider different are actually originally uh, yes. English words. Like sidewalk is an English word um, that means exactly what it means in America. We had four seasons. We had winter, spring, summer, and fall. Uh, we changed it later to autumn. Autumn. You're using oh, older oh, versions of, of, of British English. Right, right. Uh, which was, you know... Uh, have survived over in America. Yes. 
Um, but there are there are some interesting differences. Ron highlighted one. Um, there are others when it comes to foods. I mean, one of the great ones when I went to the to the southern states was things like grits and biscuits and gravy. Gravy. I mean, you know, gravy on have, your biscuits. Yeah, we have gravy, and it's it's jus or meat juice. It's brown. It's made with juice. <laughs> and meat juice. We call it. Is <laughs> that blood? I think it's I no. think it's grease from like the. No, it's no? It, it's 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 actually uh, the stock that the meat was boiled in. And it's thick. Oh, okay. Here uh, in the south, what they do, um, but like we call it, it gravy. Yes, here in the south, what they do, like if they fix like bacon or sausage or whatever, they'll use the grease or you know the fat mm. that um, came mm-hmm. out of that, and they would put flour and some water and stir it up and put like whatever else seasoning that they would like, and that's how we made gravy. Yeah. And, but then you go up to Boston, for example, and Ron said about chips. Uh, chips are here are French fries. Yes. Um, unless you go to Boston and have fish and chips. You're actually going to get... You're actually going to get chips, potato chips. Yes. Not, yeah, not those crisp things that we you call chips, which we call crisps. <laughs> yeah. And see, biscuits are right. here. Right, let's get out of there. But so we also have cookies as well. Confused. But we have cookies as well. <laughs> cookies are big, soft things that look like biscuits, but they're soft baked as opposed to crisp baked, which is a biscuit. Wrong yeah. left. Did he? I think so. I think he just fell out. <laughs> I'm calling him back. Okay. But that's interesting. So we, yeah, well, we, it, it it is very different the language, but it's very similar the language. And I've also noticed that whenever I've been over there, we have uh, oh, there's the bell. Perhaps he's gone anyway. Um, we have uh, we talk differently. Americans talk faster and louder than the Brits do. We can understand you, but you guys can't understand us. I can understand you. I have pen pals over in England. Ah, what? You, what oh, there you, he is. Right? You write to a pen pal. No, I don't write. Well, now it's like messaging. <laughs> FaceTime. Okay. Oh. What, what was that? Somebody just yeah, we three. No, we didn't dump you. I think it really? was Skype. Yeah, Tony, it's George. Probably. Wait, yeah, say, wait. George. I think you're thinking of a different George. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, Nathan, we have flashlights too, but we call them torches. Yeah, write. anyway. So, I know we're winding down, and we've only had a couple of minutes left. So, Karina, let, what's your thoughts on the par- paranormal ghosts? And why are ghosts here? They either have unfinished business, or they're looking for an answer. Okay, that's it? I don't know, I guess. <laughs> okay. Or they didn't see the light. I have no idea. But I think it's pretty interesting. You do? Yes, very. Have, have you ever seen a ghost? Um, yes, I have. But um, usually, well, in my family, we call them spirits. Right. So we don't really yeah. say ghosts. But, but I'm yes. sorry. That's but, yeah. my bad. But, um, but there, yeah, there's there's a couple that like to visit my, ho- my home. So, or they're Really? There. So, yes. Oh, <laughs> So if we go to Texas, then we have to investigate your house. Is that what sure. you're saying? Yeah, you can come along. But um... you hear that, Steve? <laughs> yeah, already booked. 
but yes, so, but they're around for sure. And you've never been afraid of them? Kind of, sort of, but now I'm getting used to it. <laughs> kind of, sort of? Yes. What does that mean? Um, well, I was afraid of them when I was younger, but now I'm, it's, I'm Now she's 32. I'm not 32. <laughs> You said I didn't you say that. I didn't say it. I'm 20 something. <laughs> Thank you. Of course, we weren't on air when you said that before. Were we? By the way, your 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 tunes are going. <laughs> oh well, so we got to go. So, Karina, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank Steve, you're very welcome. Thank you for Steve, having me. Steve, thank you so much for uh, staying up past pleasure. midnight to uh, be with us as well. And uh, you know, we hope we gave you some thought tonight. So that's what it's all about. The paranormal. What is it? What the hell do you do? So, yep. Yeah. Good night. God bless. Good night. God bless. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.